It's a new day, yes it is! What's going on, Center Cat Podcast? I'm Isaac. I'm Nick. Oh my god, what a <laughs> long weekend of wrestling we had. That was really long. But man, that felt good. WrestleMania is still going on. It feels like it, right? <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. They started the pre-show for next year's Mania. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um It was weird this year. NC Takeover was on Friday. Uh, so it started at four o'clock uh, West Coast time. So I got home. I had thirty minutes of pre-show, and I was off and running. Oh man! I uh, wait for uh, NXT, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of just like fell into it after the fact. Like I forgot that it was NXT Takeover Day. Um, and t- Takeover again, just like last year, stole the weekend. Oh hell yeah! Uh, let's jump into things. First match of the night, NXT Tag Team Title Match, Ricochet, Alistair Black versus the War Raiders. Um, Hansen basically showed that he was, for a big guy, he's super athletic. He was going pretty, pretty much cartwheel for cartwheel with Ricochet. Oh, yeah, damn right. Oh. And what was really cool was that it was like two strikers and then two, quote-unquote, like aerial acrobatic dudes. So it was kind of fun. And... That match, watching it again, you were right. That was an incredible match. Yeah, definitely. It might have been match of the weekend. Um, both teams went back and forth. Everybody trading shots, just spots over and over again. They told a really good story in the ring. Uh, War Raiders ended up picking up the win at the end. And after the match, um, Ricochet and Alistair Black got a standing ovation from the crowd. Oh, man, because that was their farewell. Like, two Cinderella darlings, you know, just... They laid it all out there. That was a really good match. And I love the respect that they showed to each other at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next, we got the NXT North American title match. Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream. Um, Matt Riddle came out decked out in um, New York Yankee gear. Uh, Matt uh, Valentin Dream. His entrance was fucking dope. That the was... Statue of Liberty. <laughs> that was fire. The Statue of Liberty. What? Dude, the match was really good. Uh a lot again, just fast paced, really good action. Matt Riddle showing some super aggression, not being able to put away um, Velveteen Dream, but Velveteen Dream ends up winning with the roll up. That was like a, a a real sleeper of a of a match because I thought that it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be okay, I thought it was gonna be good, but I didn't think it was gonna be better than Walter versus Pete Dunn, and they blew me away. That match was really good. It was a completely different side of Matt Riddle that I loved. Yeah, um, we haven't seen him be this aggressive. Um, his his feud with Cassius Ono was not as aggressive as this, uh, mm. but it, it was it was it was really good to see what he could do. Um, what did he call that? The it was a uh, uh, oh, moonsault. Uh, the to, proton bomb. The proton bomb. Yeah, dude, that was that was so fucking cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I like how lazy it felt, which made it even better because it was really like. Bro, as he like, you can hear him saying it, bro. As, as he fucking landed, yeah, loved it. Um, so yeah, Valentine did pick up the win. It was really, 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 really fun match to watch. Yeah. Uh, this next match was an absolute slobber knocker. Two dudes just brawling it out. The UK title match: Walter versus Pete Dunn. Uh, 
Uh, they beat the shit out of each other. Match of the year. You think it's match of the year? Hands down. Wow, I didn't think it was the best match of the night. I thought the War Raiders match was better. Oh, no, uh, this one was definitely better. This was, um, it reminded me of when we saw Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate, and we didn't know for sure what we were going to get, and then we ended up, like, being, like, shot in our face full of magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was that good. This, I knew it was going to be good, but I had no idea it was going to be that good. This was incredible. Uh, Walter wins. Uh, with a big splash after a, a nasty power bomb, um, Pete Dunne's reign of terror is over. Six hundred and eighty-five days. Give that man his flowers, and he needs to come to the main roster. Uh, Fed a four-way for the NXT Women's Title: Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Shayna Baszler. This was this was a lot better than I anticipated. Um, mm-hmm. All four women did did really really stellar. Uh, Bianca Belair is is slowly coming into her own and showing that she does belong. Um, but Io Shirai and Kairi Sane are two special talents that don't need much more. Uh, they should be brought up to the main roster by now. Um, I see that coming actually, uh, but I do have like a I have like a weird prediction, but it's not gonna come to light until next week. But it's it's gonna be cool. Uh, but two are incredible. So it basically ends. So Balor grabs um, Shayna um, or uh, Kyrie Sane and uh, Io Shirai, um, hits that uh, the kiss of death, and she goes for the pin. But as she goes for the pin, Shayna Baszler comes in and slaps on the chokehold and causes her to tap out. Man, that was painful to watch because uh, she was my pick to win. I really did want uh, Bianca Belair to win. Just that's it. Point, yeah. Period. <laughs> uh, two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT title. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Um, Gargano came out dressed in um, uh, what Iron Man was it? Iron Man? Yeah, it was Iron Man. Um, so very very physical match. Um, Adam Cole picks the first uh, pinfall with the Shining Wizard. Uh, Johnny Gargano pays him back, and then they basically the end was where it all kind of came to a conclusion. Basically, Gargano's kicking out of everything. Oh, man, that fire. That fire in him. I honestly thought that this was going to be the night that Adam Cole, like, again, wins. But Gargano was like, no. Fuck no. And I I loved it. Like, the drama, the build was intense. Yeah. Uh, Gargano wins with the Gargano lock. Or, uh, uh, what is he? um, Gargano escape. Gargano escape. And basically, he celebrates. Um, His wife, Candice LeRae, comes out. As he's on top, um, Tommaso Ciampa comes out and celebrates with him. And it was a really touching moment at the end. That was really nice. And it kind of made gave like this feel of, yeah, they still like he still loves him, like they're best friends, obviously, but it kind of got this feeling of like, I think Tommaso might be leaning towards retiring. Um, he is on borrowed time. Yeah, so it just it it's kind of sad. Like anybody who has that injury and, and goes and has that surgery, like you know what it is. Um, so it, it just it's kind of sad. So I hope that this isn't the end, but it looks like it might be. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's basically he's going to be out for an entire year. Um, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. But damn, man, he he deserves his opportunity in the sunlight and the uh, in this in the center stage. 
He does. And if they're going to keep him safe by putting him on 205 Live, it's a travesty. So uh, the man deserves to be on the main roster up there, not as DIY, but as Tommaso Ciampa. Like, he deserves that. Um, so let's jump into WrestleMania. Um, it kicks off with the uh, pre-show match, Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. Remember, WrestleMania was seven and a half hours long. Uh, <laughs> that was probably, what, two and a half hours too long? Uh, two and a half hours, maybe three. Like, there's some matches that really we didn't need. So, um, my- oh, excuse me. Shit, I'm still tired from fucking from Mania. Um, Tony's and Buddy Murphy, they they tore the house down. I mean, it was a perfect way to kick off the kick off the night of wrestling. Uh, Tony Nese is our new cruiserweight champion. I went back to watch it, and you were right; that was really good. Yeah, it was, that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, second so, annual. What were you say? Oh no, um, no, that was just a, a great match. Like, a, that was just a really good match, and we both got that pick. Yes, second annual WrestleMania, or did we do TakeOver picks? We did do TakeOver picks. You won by one. <laughs> uh, second annual WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Um, Dana Brooke looked good. Ember Moon, she had a really good showing. Uh, basically, the way this ends was um, Sarah Logan... And Carmella with the last two, and Carmella eliminates her to win the Andre the Giant, or excuse me, the uh, Women's uh, Memorial Battle Royal. They should put a female's name on that Battle Royal, by the way. Who was the one that said China? I don't know. But I think it was I like X-Pac, right? X-Pac, I think so. If, if he did, that makes a lot of sense, and they should. Yeah. Um, Actually, one... A lot of sense the eighth wonder of the world was andre the giant ninth wonder of the world china that that actually makes a lot of sense but i think the fear and the controversy of putting her name on that is because of you know when you google her you, you see the battle royal of another kind that she was a part of yeah uh let's see here next we get the raw tag team title match kurt hawkins and zach Ryder versus the revival um solid match i wouldn't call it outstanding but it's a nice moment to have for kurt hawkins to finally end his losing streak of what was it? Two hundred and sixty-nine losses. Two hundred and sixty-nine losses. Him and Zack Ryder, high school friends, are the new Raw Tag Team Champions. So, um, actually, I will give it up to him because that was uh, one of his best matches. Like, it wasn't the best match, like by far, but it was one of his best. Like, I, I've never seen Kurt or Zack perform as well as they did like that was a really good matchup it was it, it was solid it was solid I'll, for a tag team match it was solid yeah i'm not gonna even uh five stars or anything but it was uh it was the best showing that kurt hawkins has ever put out um actually since been since being back to being real and zach Ryder is zach Ryder, but this was one of his better uh moments so give it up to him uh, next, we get the Andre the Giant um, Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, it, it, Colin Jost and Michael Che. Fantastic. They immediately climb in the ring. They hide under the ring. Genius move. Um, the last, um, basically, the last five were the Hardy Boys of Braun Strowman. Um, he eliminates the Hardy Boys. Uh, Michael Che and Joss, Colin Jost try to eliminate him. He basically punches Michael Che out of the ring. 
and then throws Colin Jost to a bunch of uh, guys on the outside. That was funny. It was hilarious. It was. And for the record, for those who are keeping score, um, we both got that one. And when it came to the women's battle royal, neither of us got it since you picked Sonya Deville and I picked Mandy Rose. And I thought Sonya Deville was going to pull it off too because she looked hella strong. For real, but then I thought Mandy Rose because uh, they just it just felt right. It was either going to be her uh, in my mind. I'm thinking her or um, what's her name, Dana Brooke. Like those were the only two names that popped into my head. Dana Brooke makes a lot of sense. Oscar makes a lot of sense. Mandy Rose makes a lot of sense. And so does Sonya. Yeah, we'll talk about that's, Dana Brooke a little later because I have a theory about her. Mm. Um, so that was the end of the pre-show. We kick off with the Universal, uh, or excuse me, WrestleMania. We kick off with the Universal title match, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Um, so there was a ref bump. Referee gets distracted a little bit. Seth Rollins kicks Brock Lesnar square in the nuts. Wait. What, three or four curb stomps? Three. Three curb stomps. New Universal champion, Seth Rollins. Um, anybody mad at that? Not at all. All Not is right with the world. Yes, it is. Um, this basically just opens up the opportunity for smaller guys to be brought up to the main roster and take um, their rightful place in the mid-card scene and shoot for the stars, try to get to that main event scene. I think this is just a great opportunity to see a champion uh, on the main roster again. Yes, yes. every day. So I'm with it. Uh, next, we get AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Um, I really I enjoyed the match. Um, I thought there could have been more, uh, just in the terms of the in ring psychology. But it's still a really good match. Um, AJ Styles and Randy Orton put on a hell of a show. Uh, AJ Styles wins with the phenomenal forearm, and to kind of put doubt that he put all doubts away that he doesn't belong there. True that. True that. And it was a really good match. I was really into it. And again, keeping score, um, Isaac with. Four and your boy with four. Hmm. All right. So let's see here. Next, we get the fatal four way for the SmackDown Tag Team titles Rusev and Shinsuke versus The Bar, uh, Ricochet and Austin Black, and The Usos. Um, really fast paced match. Everybody got their offense in. Cesaro with that massive swing. Oh my gosh. That was a great moment. That swing with the, uh, with the 10 beats of the Baron. That was good. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Oh, um, it, it doesn't really matter because uh, the Usos pick up the win. They retain their tag team titles. And this is when your boy takes the lead. Five to four because he picked Shinsuke and Rusev. I did. Yeah. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Uh, they brawled everywhere. It wasn't much of a wrestling match. The, it comes to an end when The Miz suplexes Shane McMahon. Um... Off of this camera, this camera setup thing, through a, a bunch of like plywood, I mean, just crash pads under there. Uh, but damn, dude, we gotta talk about that bump Shane took. He basically bounced off a golf cart, fell yeah. over, uh, I guess the the side of the railing, and yeah. dropped what ten feet onto his head. That was, whew. come on, son. Let's give it up to these two. First off, Shane McMahon, we know he's a crazy son of a bitch, and he'll just do anything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the Miz, the Miz has always been safe for his entire career, and this was the one time he was not safe, but he did it safely. I, let's give it up to him. 
if I had a round of applause button, I'd I'd hit it because he does. They deserve it. They were really, really. That was a really good entertaining match because it wasn't a wrestling match. And guess what? We didn't need a wrestling match. They made it. They told the whole story that it was personal. So they gave us something personal. They gave us a fight. That's this was dope. This was great. This was great. It was it was really good. Um, this is also where your boy goes up six to four because you picked Shane or age or the Miz. I picked the Miz. Uh, next we get the fatal four way for the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles: Nia Jackson, uh, Tamina versus Beth and Natty, the Iconics, and then we get the Boss of the Connection. This match was trash. Um, this ends <laughs> when Bailey takes a um, um, the glam slam from the from the uh, middle rope, and mm-hmm. then. Peyton Royce comes in, throws Beth out, pins Bailey, and uh, they are the new uh, women's tag team title uh, champions. And now those titles are iconic. I know you can't see me, but I did the pose. Um, come on, let's be real. Did anybody see that coming? Nope. <laughs> I totally didn't see that coming. Um, we both lost that pick, <laughs> so it's still six to four. But it's like, okay, okay. For real? Like, we both looked at each other like, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Bailey, looked, Bailey looked out of it, dude. She looked, I think she was having an emotional breakdown outside the ring. I think, um, like, you can tell something was funky when they entered and uh, the, Bailey bud, the, the Bailey buddies didn't come up. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, that's a bad omen. Bad, bad omen. Actually, I did say that, right? Yep. <laughs> that's a bad omen. <laughs> Oh man, that's weird. But congratulations to them. Like uh, I love Pink Royce, Billy Kay. She's growing on me. Uh, next we get the uh, t- WWE title match: Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Hands down, match of the night. Um, this they they kicked ass, be- dude. This match should have closed the show. It absolutely and I know should have closed the show. The progression of the women and that the, we already hyped them up, and this was already supposed to be a big deal. And I said last week. That this should have this should close the show because of the story that it told all the way through and it was neatly packaged and ready to go. This definitely should have closed the show. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, so there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of countering. Um, they knew each other's uh, moveset oh so well. Um, the New Day gets involved after Rowan gets involved. Um, it was just magical. Uh, Kofi Kingston is the new WWE champion. It was just a really, really good match and really, really should have been the one that closed the show. It really should have been. Um, what? It's just, oh, my God. Like, I sat there and I cried, and you saw me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had way too many tears, and I kept getting messages like, yo, I'm crying right now. Kofi Kingston did it. I'm texting my brother. I even text my mom, and my mom doesn't even watch wrestling, but she knows Kofi Kingston, and... Like, that was just an amazing moment. But I, I want to ask, did you see the video of Shad and... Uh, MEP? Yeah. MEP? Oh, tell me that you didn't feel that and yeah. you cried more. I cried. I can't watch it still because it still makes me cry. That was just amazing. And it was, like, dope. But one thing I want to say, and then we'll get off of it. I was listening to The Breakfast Club. Do you listen to it? Nope. I love it. But I will say this, Charlemagne the God, when they talked about, um, oh, yeah, over the weekend there was WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. And then Charlemagne was like, um, okay, so what's the point? And then um, Angela Yee was like, well, 
you know, Kofi Kingston is the first African American to win that championship, and then he says, "So it's a fake sport. It's rigged." Like, shout out to him, I guess, but it's fake. And I really wanted to call him, like, "Listen, you son of a bitch. I love everything about you, but this is a big fucking moment and get into this whole representation thing." Blah blah blah. But that really pissed me off, and I'll get to that on my other podcast. <laughs> That's uh, this is a beautiful moment. And, it was great. And then at the uh, title that was dope yeah oh yeah that title it, it looks really good it looks really good especially on him yep like this was that was great that uh, should have closed the show and real. then um he celebrated with his boys in the ring um his son uh, was throwing t-shirts uh, into the crowd it was great that little kid got an arm oh yeah like he threw that that's a t-shirt and that was no like little kid t-shirt that was a grown man t-shirt he threw and t-shirt like and that's a little ass boy but you could tell in that moment he knew i want to be a wrestler just like my dad oh yeah absolutely and that's what we're talking about right yep oh man this is why we love wrestling uh, high five to us next and, week and, was, yeah. go just go kofi and i want that shirt uh united states title match Rey mysterio samoa joe it lasted about 60 seconds um uh joe takes a 619 and then uh, Ray's going to go up to top rope, jumps. Samoa Joe evades. Kakina clutch. Samoa Joe wins. Samoa Joe wins. Um, that that hurt. Because out of all the options that they could have done knowing he was hurt. Yeah. They should have been like, you know what? Let's go with somebody else. That ankle was bad, too. That ankle was bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, whatever. 7-5. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. A pretty physical match. I I was thoroughly impressed with Roman Reigns. I was too. It was a good showing from him. Uh, Roman Reigns, of course, picks in the win over Drew McIntyre. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was good. Ro- uh, Drew McIntyre did a really good job putting over Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns showed that... Um, he's he's in good shape, you know. He he's got some skill still, and uh, it's really nice that he had this feud going in, and he wasn't like shoved into the main event scene. Fair. Um, this was a safe way to re-enter him. Um, and it didn't hurt uh, Drew McIntyre. That was the that's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, next we get Elias. He's gonna do his. He's doing this whole one man band shtick. Uh, shows that he can play the drums pretty damn good, and is pretty sick on the piano. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's about to do his performance. John Cena comes out, Dr. Thugonomics, decked out in Brooklyn gear, cuts a, a basically battle raps him, makes fun of him, hits him with an FU, and walks out of the arena. I like that it was uh, an FU. And I do, and I did like the rap. Like, come on. It was funny. It, it was good. Like, what do you, like, that was dope. Um, no holds uh, barred match Triple H uh, versus Batista Triple H ripped the motherfucking man's nose ring out with pliers let's be real that was insane there was blood that was insane not enough blood for my for what I was asking for for real but it was good uh, yeah. Triple H and Batista taking bumps off of those announce tables they just wouldn't break um, that uh, back body drop or the power bomb right that Batista took onto the uh, yeah. Steps. That was uh yeah. 
Oh, onto the steps? That was a powerbomb. It was a powerbomb, man. It was it was really physical, man. They both beat the shit out of each other. Um, Triple H ends up winning with a uh, running Superman sledgehammer to the to the side of the head. Uh, and Triple H basically retires Dave Bautista. Um, I'm not mad. Not mad at all. Um, kind of, because I did lose that. But uh, not mad. It was a really good match. It was really oh, good. lost that one. Yep. Uh, next, we get Kurt Angle's farewell match versus Baron Corbin. Uh, solid match. Baron Corbin picks the win. Um, Kurt Angle says goodbye. Um, play, he gets played out by his music. Farewell, old man. That was the most fucked up thing that WWE has ever done. And now, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that Kurt Angle is, uh, is a sport and he's willing to put over the young guy because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Going- but Baron Corbin? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was painful. That was painful because I felt like he deserved more. I mean, we could have had a moment with him and John Cena. We could have had a real moment. The, like, a, the, the Seth, or not, uh, the Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair moment. Yeah. We could have had something as beautiful as that, as pure as that. And even if uh, Kurt Angle would have lost, no one would have really lost. Yep. That that's the. I don't know. They they truly dropped the ball on this one. I don't care um, if you're, if they have big plans for Baron Corbin, it better be fucking astronomical. Like point blank period. It's not intercontinental title match: Demon King versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley comes out wearing uh, yellowish green uh, contacts, basically saying he's the, the uh, Demon Hunter. Um. That was fire. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, then, um, so Finn Balor comes out as a Demon King. I'm not sure what his. I'm still not sure what his uh, his his body paint was. I don't know. Like I kept trying to figure that out. So but this I, match was really short, but they fitted the whole match in like five minutes. They did, it and was it was crazy. Still good. Like the 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 wrestling style was different from uh, Finn Balor, and we expect that. But we did not expect for Bobby Lashley to do the same. That was good. Yeah, That's what were the, it was frantic on both parts. Yeah, and if they would have been able to um, like really have like a longer match, I think it, I think we'd have seen some really dope stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so Finn Balor power bombs him, and what was crazy was that he's never really power bombed anybody before. He, no. ch- he changed his whole entire moon his move set. But mm-hmm. when he did it, you can like see him like struggling to lift him up and all his muscles contracting. It, I need a body like him. Dude, it was it was like really, really cool looking, just the whole thing. Hits him with the coup de gras. One, two, three, Finn Baylor is the new IC champion. Two time, two time. Now all he needs is a tag team belt and he could be a Grand Slam champion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and Kobe Kings is a Grand Slam champion. Oh, that's right. Uh, next, we get the winner-take-all triple threat match. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. Um, Charlotte gets flown into the into the stadium on a helicopter. Yeah, that was real. Yeah. That's insane. Um, Ronda Rousey was played in by Joan Jett, and Becky Lynch gets nothing. That was fantastic. That's all she needed. Just yeah. get the hell out. She's just the man. You know, dope. You know I've been dope. What? If she had a glass shatter. Mm. That would have been dope. 
Um, so the match was, was really good. Um, it, my only concern is that I think there was a lot of pressure on all three women. And there was some botched moves here and there, um, especially the finish. Uh, Ronda Rousey turns out broke her hand. Mm, I felt bad for her. Yeah. So the way this ends is that Ronda Rousey goes for the uh, Piper's Pit, hits it, but Becky Lynch gets rolled up. One, two, three. The show just ends. Becky Lynch is now the winner of everything. Now, what's crazy to me is that I, we both sat there and was like, what the hell just happened? Right? Yeah. And we're trying to figure out if that was like a true botch because it felt like it ended so quickly. Like, it felt like there should have been more to this match. But apparently, um, multiple reports have come out saying that it was botched, but it wasn't botched the way that we thought. Um, her lifting her shoulder up was the botch. Yeah. But her being pinned was always the plan. And I felt that if Ronda takes the pin, it it doesn't hurt her, but it doesn't do much really for Becky if it's like that roll up. I, I, I didn't want her to have a crafty win. I wanted her to have a legitimate win. Right. You know, like not that sneaky. I just threw this girl the girl out, and now I'm gonna. No, I want her to like knock her out or tap her out. They weren't gonna. They weren't gonna do that. Then there's no chance in hell they were gonna have her tap Ronda out. I thought. I thought Charlotte was gonna being the one that tapped out. Um, that would work too. Protect. Uh, still protect. Uh, Ronda to maybe come back and be like, I never really lost that title. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just felt incomplete. And I'm not knocking the match because it was really good. There were some moments where it was like, ah, oh, that could have been better. It was kind of sticky. But overall, I thought the match was really good. Yep. Um, I thought this was the best, one of the best showings for them. This wasn't better than the triple threat between Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky. It was not better than that. But I thought it was a really good uh, showing between them. I wish that there was a little bit more brutality. I think that's what I was missing. Uh, all the, the kendo sticks and all of that, like, you have the element to be able to do it in a triple threat match. So I kind of wish that that was there. But other than that, I thought it was a good match. It was solid. Uh, so Mania, it was good. Just too damn long. Just too damn long. And for keeping score, um, you lost the last few matches, which is kind of weird. But it ended up being 11-7 to 7 on WrestleMania. All right. Sharon beat you by one. Damn her. But throughout the year, I lost by one. <laughs> by one, people. I lost by one, 74 to 73. <sighs> that was all because of TakeOver. All because of fucking TakeOver. Oh, so fucking mad. But uh, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, let's jump into Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw kicks off with Kofi, with uh, Seth Rollins in the ring, um, celebrating, talking about how he slayed the beast. He did what uh, everybody wanted him to do. Um, out comes the New Day. Seth was like, you know, you guys are on Tuesdays. Today's Monday, but you know they were all celebrating. Mm-hmm. Everyone was celebrating. Um, basically, 
Kofi threw it out there. You know, the girls had a winner take all. How about we have a winner take all? No shield since you guys are broken up. You, you know, Woods and Big E will hang on the back. Just me and you. So it was going to happen. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. My heart sunk down to my ass. <laughs> I was like, no, this can't happen. He just got this title. There's no way in hell he's going to lose it now. Oh, I knew there was going to be some fuckery. I, I was hoping for the fuckery, but I was hoping for a really good match, and it ends in something. But I, I was hoping. And a Rocky thought, versus Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> freeze frame. Freeze frame. Uh, but what happened? The fucked up thing is what? <sighs> Seth Rollins is the is the money. Oh, yeah. Obviously. They would put the title on, on him. But if they were going for a major fucking swerve and put both titles on Kofi and then made Kofi and New Day a heel, a heel faction, oh, that would be fantastic. But it would be too soon to make him a two heel. But yeah. anyway, that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of him actually losing it because more of the money would be on Seth Rollins. Raw Tag Team Title Master, Revival versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, pretty solid match. Basically, Kurt Hawkins was kind of man on an island. He ends up rolling up. Uh, the revival, um, and they pick up the win. They retain their titles. I didn't see that coming, but I was actually hoping that they would, that they that they would win. I was really hoping because I don't want another moment for Zack Ryder where he gets his moment at WrestleMania and then he loses it the next night. Oh, I know. I, I was not. That's that's kind of my thing. I was like, man, they're really gonna do Zack Ryder like this again. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin comes out, basically talks shit about Kurt Angle. Um, uh, Kurt Angle comes out, hits him with Olympic Sam. Then we get the debut of Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan comes in, slams Kurt at Angle, and hits him with the diving headbutt. Oh, man. He's a big dude. Uh, that's a big dude. And I was hell surprised that he came out. Yeah. I thought he was done. I thought he was done. For real, for real. I thought he was really done. Um, next we get Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Alexa Bliss returning to in-ring action on TV in far too long. Um, she basically squashes Bailey. Like, there's something at play here, right? We'll get into, we'll get into that uh, at the uh, the uh, news section. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, let's see here. So uh, Becky Lynch comes out. She's celebrating. Um, basically says that she has two titles. She'll be pulling double duty because she's champ champ. Um, as she's walking out, Lacey Evans comes out. And they kind of stare down. Lacey Evans hits her with the woman's right. Becky Lynch can, uh, begins to beat that ass. So now we get uh, Becky Lynch's feud going forward. Hmm. I knew this was coming, but I like it. I'm I think it's too it. soon. I don't think so. I, I think it's spot on. Uh, next we get Ricochet and Alistair Black versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Uh, pretty solid match. Chad Gable is so fucking good. Uh, the whole story here is Gable and Roode have gone full on heel, saying they're going to do things their way now. Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black with the win, but after the match, it doesn't matter. Um, Gable and um, Bobby Roode attack them and jump them. Interesting, but I hope that they break them up, but I don't see that, that happening. 
I mean, uh, Gable and Rude. Yeah. Uh, next up we get Dean Ambrose versus Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby Lashley gets the snatches the microphone from Leo Rush because Leo Rush is speechless after what happened last night. He basically says, you know, Dean Ambrose, it's your last night on Raw, but don't worry, I'll take care of your wife for you. Renee that was kind of pissed. I was laughing. I was laughing, but that was fire. It was mean. <laughs> I liked his Bobby. That was hella mean. I uh, like it. They start brawling. It doesn't matter. Bobby Lashley puts him through the announce table right in front of Renee Young. It was great. It was great. And I liked how um, she actually, like, um, like interjected herself. Like, she actually went in and made sure that she was okay. Like, he was okay. You know? I like that. All right. So now we got to talk about this fucking box. Okay. <laughs> There's a box. Creepy music. Smoke coming out. Out pops a bird laughing. Oh no, that's a dinosaur. It looked like a fu- it looked like something from Raggle Rock. It looked like something from that one show, Dinosaur, from back in the day. Oh yeah. It was laughing, and then it started coughing. Like I'm just so confused, man. Super confused. I was creeped the fuck it- out. He was definitely under there. Suppose I guess this is some sort of Bray Wyatt thing. I don't know. Like, I guess. It's going to be interesting. I'll tell you that. It was stupid. Uh, I just want to see how this is going to go. But then um, I was like, why the box? That's so fucking stupid. What's in the box? Like, I thought it was stupid. But then I realized, oh, shit. It's a symbol for being repackaged. Ah, I see what you did there. Mm, yeah, right? It's not anything new. It's just a repackage. Repackage. So, I'm into it. And since he had a haircut and everything, we'll see how this goes. But um, with the uh, Hawaiian shirt, you knew, okay, that's something to do with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And if that is a bird and not a dinosaur and I'm an idiot, then it's like... It's a buzzard. It's a buzzard. Okay, it's been repackaged. Uh, next, we get the return Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn comes out, cuts a speech saying he's missed this, this, and that. The dude put on some weight. He's got a little belly going on here. Um, Not looking he slim. Tell you that. Uh, anyway, so he says, you know what? I got to wind up a schedule. Who's going to wrestle me? Out comes Finn Baylor, looking like a million billion dollars wearing blue tights, meaning he's going to go to SmackDown for the Superstar Shakeup. Mm, they have a pretty good match. They have a pretty good match. They have yeah. a really good match. Really good. Finn Balor wins. Oh, by the way, the Intercontinental is on the line. Uh, coup de gras. Um, after the match, Sami Zayn gets on the microphone. I thought he was going to retire. But uh, let's go ahead and play what the man had to say. Okay. Yeah. You know, I... <laughs> I... I really thought coming out here tonight would cure what ails me. All it did was reinforce what I've realized over the past nine months. It genuinely seems like you miss me. I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, I honestly did not miss any of this or any one of you. 
Yeah, so it turns out WWE is a super, like, toxic environment. <laughs> yeah, it's not because of the McMahons, and it ain't because of the other WWE superstars. It's because of this audience and your ugliness. <laughs> let, me, let me be honest. I live a very meaningful and fulfilled life. I'm quite happy. But your lives seem so empty and so devoid of any kind of meaning that the only joy you get, it's not even from coming out and enjoying the shows as fans. You only get joy and satisfaction out of being critics. Uh, you want to know why that is, moron? It's because it's the only thing that gives you any sort of sense of self-importance. You judge everyone, and you judge everything except yourselves. You want to know why that is? It's because none of you have the balls to look inside yourself. Because you know the ugliness and the cynicism that exists inside of you. You're so bloody delusional, it's hilarious. You really think you guys are like the voice of reason? You really think you guys are like the voices that should be heard? Hear me roar. No, seemingly overnight, you have become the evil overlords of WWE. Sami Zayn has been about one thing his entire career and his entire life, and that is doing what is right. And now the right thing to do isn't to come back and save WWE. And it's not to come over and, and take over the WWE. The right thing to do is to come out here every single week and hold each and every single one of you accountable because nobody else will. See you in hell. Good God. Sammy Zayn. Savage. Fuck yes. Yeah. So, we know we talk about heels that make valid arguments. Yeah, a little bit of truth. He's not wrong there. I mean... If, if you go back to um, when who it was Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan having a really good match, weren't they like chanting for Becky Lynch? Yeah. Um, I mean at uh, at WrestleMania there was AEW chants on Monday Night Raw. There's AEW chants, and it's it's there's and it just all these other things where fans try to take over show. They try to be clever. They try to be you know like. And just the whole beach ball thing that they've done, also this stuff, and everyone argues, well, they pay for their ticket, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, but you're probably disturbing the little kid next to you who's there to watch, you know, Roman Reigns. Um, I agree, but I I disagree because I feel as though, um, yeah, you should be able to do whatever you want, but it's the night after WrestleMania, and I feel like the most fun that's had is that night so allowing them to do whatever 
um, it gives them a sense of like being a part of the show, and I think that that's really important. But the because, show is what's going on in the ring. It's the wrestling yeah. going on in the ring, not the fucking beach ball in the crowd. Yeah, I get that. And uh, the beach ball in the crowd was uh, really random and like whatever, and it felt like oh shit, like no one's paying attention to what's going on in the ring. Like I get it. Um, but it's also fun when the wrestlers interact with it. Um, like uh, John Cena, when he stopped in the middle of the match to shout out the dude who just proposed to his wife uh, or to his girl, and she said yes. Yeah. You know, that or um, Cesaro, when he uh, ran in and got the, um, the ball, ball. And, he, and he popped it. Like, that was cool. Like, that devilish mentality. Um, the wave and having, like, a wrestler, like, point all the way around as it was going like that's cool that's fun like that fan participation um but then it's also like when that happened during when the wave was happening during the the tag match what was cool was that they made it the wrestlers made it to where no you're gonna pay attention to us you know so I don't know. I kind of see it both ways, but I feel like they're just having fun. Just there, there's, there's a difference between having fun and trying to hijack a show. And Sami Zayn is specifically talking about those that are trying to hijack the show. And that's been uh, my beef when I go to indie shows, when I just all this stuff. You got all these smarks who are just who are just trying to to get over and be, you know, that's that to me. That's just obnoxious, dude. That's obnoxious behavior. That's fucking uncalled for. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like fucking yelling out, fucking too sweet every time a fucking count of two happens. That gets old fast. All this, it just gets old, dude. Um, it, true, but a lot of it doesn't bother me because I think it's all just in fun and we're all just having fun and I like it. It's not in fun, dude. It's in jest of trying to get over. No, yeah, I get it. And then and to me, that's just obnoxious. I don't know. Uh, I, I see it both ways. I really do. Uh, I'm not mad at it. And then sometimes it's like, okay, calm down. Um, but as long as it's not that crazy. Like, um, when they chant, shut the fuck up. That always takes me by surprise. And I can always I can always be there for that. Because that's random. <laughs> like, then, then, like, the what chant that they had going on? Which one? The one Sami Zayn was talking. Mm. It wasn't even, like, a moment where you could even, like, actually say what and for it to be relevant. It was just them just... No, it was just no. And then, then this whole if you go onto the message board or you read the comic section, which I recommend never ever doing, you just no. hear just the fucking people just <clears throat> dumping on WWE. And if anyone even comes to WWE's defense with a valid argument, they they call him a fucking WWE mark or a shill. And then you're just like But then my funny my point my thing to them is like, then why are you here commenting? Because what Sami Zayn what? says it's like toxic. It is toxic. And if you want to shit on like everything that um, they do in the WWE, turn it off. I Why are I've... you on the message boards talking shit? Why are you still tuning in if you don't really care? Yeah. I'm not talking about like obviously not you, but like it's that that just bothers me because it just you're pushing this narrative and trying to push all this negativity on them for what? For clout? For somebody to like jump in like a wrestler to jump in and say something to you oh that's that's ridiculous because either way they're gonna get paid and if you're not there to watch it if you the person who's talking that shit if you're not watching are they gonna miss you no because guess what 
you're going to come back and watch. And Triple H made that point a long time ago. He was like, oh, I'm going to tweet about it. I'm going to take my... Guess what? I'm. You're still going to watch. Yep. Like, if you really have that big of a problem, don't tune in. And but guess I, what? Yeah. You're still going to watch. You're still going to watch. Um, so, we talked about Dana Brooke earlier. She's backstage. She does a, a, a backstage interview with um, some new some new robot. Um, Her name is, like, Samantha or Stephanie? Yeah, they got... Something. Dasha Fuentes is no longer there. Oh, it's Sarah Schreiber. Yeah, they're going to change her last name. Anyways, um, she was basically giving props to to Becky Lynch, saying, you know, Becky Lynch did her thing. And even though I know I'm not in the front of the line, I'm definitely not in the back. Um, when she was talking, I was looking at her lips. And I'm not trying to, like, poke at her, at her looks or anything like that. <laughs> but I think her, her lip fillings have gone awry. No, I just think those are her lips. No, they are not her lips. If you go look at her in NXT and you look at her now, for some reason, her lips are thin but are sticking out directly like a duck. Nah, I think you're bugging, duck. Dude, and then just the way when she was talking, I was like, this does not sound like, like, something just sounds off about her voice. And I think it has to do with some sort of, like, issues with some lip ejections that she had gotten, or maybe she got some new ones. Something ha- something's going wrong with her, man. And I really no. hope she's not going out getting a shitload of Botox or I'm whatever. Telling- no, she's always had them. Really? Just, I swear, she's always had them. The problem is you notice it now because she's talking. Well then, because I'm on her Instagram and I'm I'm going back. How far should I go? I mean, she's been on the main roster for like four years now. For real? Four years? God yeah. damn. Um, okay, so I'm just going to keep scrolling and scrolling. And I see her back in 2016. Yep, same thing. Same really? lips. Same lips. Um, we just notice it because she has more speaking or speaking uh, roles now. Like, she's not, she's never really said much. And also, like, she's lost, looking at her picture, she's lost a lot of weight. Muscle mass, dude. She's yeah. So back in, oh damn, like she posts a lot. Damn girl, how much are you? <laughs> she is like really on herself. Anyways, oh, let's go to get to the next thing. Um, Elias is out there saying, basically talking shit about John Cena uh, being interrupted. He drops a line saying, "I'd be a dead or you'd be a dead man." Lights cut out. Dong. We get the gong going. Elias looks like he shit his pants. Undertaker comes out. Chokeslam, Tombstone. Poor Elias can't catch a break. Yeah, poor Elias. Okay, so I'm just going to finish this. 2015. That's that's when you see the lips change. But she's had it for a long time. Anyway, continue. (sighs) Anyway, so yeah. So it looks like Elias (laughs) and, um, and The Undertaker will be feuding at Saudi Arabia? I hope not. That's ridiculous. If you aren't going to have that man at WrestleMania, let's not have him at Saudi Arabia. I get it. I get it. But no. And I really wish that they would not go back to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia sued uh, Hassan Piker. Or is that not Hassan Piker? Uh, Hassan Minaj. The comedian? Yeah. And they told him to stop. To, and they 
uh, made Netflix not air his uh, Saudi Arabia episode. Wow. Did you see his uh... – you know he's from Davis, right? Yeah. Yeah. He went to Florham Mall uh, to uh, – when it was still up. Yeah. For shoes. Really? Yeah, back in the day. That's hilarious. Yeah, he looked like a nerd then. He looks like a nerd now. Yeah, but he has a great beard. Um, speaking of great beards, Kobe Kingston versus Seth Rollins. Nice transition, right? <laughs> nice. Uh, winner take all. It was actually a fucking fantastic match. I was really enjoying it. A lot of back and forth stuff. Man, Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins, dude, they are really good in the ring together. Surprisingly, they haven't wrestled all that off uh, all that much. No, they haven't. And I'm just surprised that it's it, just looking at it. You just can't help but smile. Yeah. Um, you know, it was good. Uh, the bark comes in, takes them both out. Uh, Seth and Kofi fight them off, and basically they're like, you know what? This finishes right now. Tag team match. Here we go. Crowd starts booing. I honestly agreed with the, uh, with them. So here's the reason why I didn't agree with them. Seth or or fucking Kofi are about to lose their fucking newly won titles the night after Mania. I do not want to see that. No, I think it was because, uh, one, we're getting the bard that's interrupting. But I think it's more because we, this match is ending like this instead of, like, it ending. Like, what I wanted, what I think a majority of people, from what I was reading, um, had wanted this to end in a fucked up way by somebody who's going to interject interject themselves into that main card picture, not a tag team that has nothing to do with this whole situation. Oh, they have everything to do with the situation. They were part of the uh, the reason why Kofi wasn't about to go to Mania the first time. Yeah, but the situation is dead and gone. Like, what I would rather want is somebody from the back who thinks that they can take the title off of Seth. Or someone that thinks that they can take the title from um, Kofi or um, Daniel Bryan coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be, it would be more conducive to the actual story plot that's going forward with them rather than this. So, Daniel Bryan's taking time off. Yeah. And the biggest heel on Raw is Drew McIntyre, and he just lost to Roman Reigns. Hmm. True, that's fair. Okay, continue. Yes. Uh, so, Seth and, and Kofi end up um, going over. They beat the bar, but the bar looked so good in that match. The disrespect yeah. by that crowd was obnoxious. And they missed out on a on a really good tag team match. Fair. But did you see... Um, actually, no, that'll be in the news. Um, but it was a good match. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on the match itself. I just kind of wish that there was different players. That's all. All right. Um, let's jump into SmackDown. So SmackDown kicks oh off my God. with so Kofi. <laughs> yeah, Kofi Kingston. Uh, it kicks off with Kofi Kingston, the New Day, celebrating Kofi Kingston and his WWE Championship. Um, Biggie does the splits. Tell me you're not impressed. I was fucking impressed. I'm impressed. Flexibility. <laughs> this is not even a joke. Like I was thoroughly impressed. It's like, damn. Yeah, you're almost 300 pounds, and you can hit the splits like that. Yep. Um. So they're they're celebrating, man. They give him a gift. Uh, what was the gift? Oh, the t-shirts. The t-shirts. Yeah. 
Um, the bar comes out, says, you know what? We got some unfinished business from last night. We got a third. Drew McIntyre comes out. I was shocked. Um, I was extremely shocked. Yeah, because, you know, brand split. Yeah, hello. So that's the main event. It was just in hype. Yeah. Um, anyway, so our first match of the night is uh, Alistair Black, Mustafa Ali. I will call him Mustafa Ali. He is forever on Mustafa Ali. Forever. Uh, versus Ricochet. Or, and Ricochet versus Andrade, Rusev, and Shizuka Nakamura. Really fun, good match. Um, I really am curious to see where they're going to go with uh, Mustafa. Um, mm-hmm. But this was really good. Um, they pick up the win. Uh, after the match, Randy Orton comes in and hits Mustafa Ali with an RKO. That was great. And then when he picked up the, uh, <laughs> when he uh, put his hand over his head, like, oh, the lights, the lights. Yeah. That was funny. And like, I know some people were probably looking like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't remember that bright ass light that was on their match? <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, Randy Orton um, apologized on Twitter uh, for saying, uh, I'm sorry, the lights were blinding people. And I saw some pictures. Fuck, dude, that shit would have been obnoxious. It would have been. Um, anyways, after that, um, Kevin Owens comes in, hits uh, Rusev with a stunner. Oh, that was, that was really random. I loved it. That was great. Let's huh. see here. Uh, next we get Samoa Joe. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah, so our truth and Carmelo are out there in the ring. Um, talking about Carmelo's win, her winning the 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 women's battle royal, um, and saying that she was kind of like inspired to have fun again by our truth, this and that. Out comes Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe basically chokes out our truth. Um, he gets on the microphone and starts talking shit, saying this is what everyone's gonna, um, this is what's gonna happen to everyone. Same thing that happened to uh, Rey Mysterio. I choked him out in under sixty seconds. Out comes Braun Strowman. Samoa Joe doesn't back down, attacks him, puts the cocoon of clutch on him. Uh, Braun Strowman ends up uh, going for power slam after breaking out of it. Samoa Joe slides off and runs away. If this feud continues, I'm here for it. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I'm really here for it. But Brand Split. Brand Split. Brand Split. What the fuck? Samoa Joe to Raw. Or Braun Strowman to SmackDown. Mm, Nah. Too big, too mainstream. Oh, wait, yeah, for that dollar? Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, next, we get the Iconics versus two jobbers known as the Brook and Ballas, who apparently are like 59-0. and 0. Mm, 45-0. and 0. Yeah, um, doesn't matter. Iconics beat them pretty easily, celebrating like they won fucking the World Series. Uh, Paige is backstage looking, and she says next week she's bringing a tag team. Mm, who do you think? No idea? No. <laughs> I think it's either going to be um, uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke or the Sky Pirates. Ooh. Because if it's Aaliyah, uh, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, Aaliyah's not ready yet. Or she might be ready. So I'll get into Aaliyah in a bit because uh, she's she's on the NXT show. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. And this is the Glamazon and Natty. Hmm. No. No. It's got to be something no. NXT. We'll see. Uh, so Shane McMahon is hobbling out. Um, he basically gives the uh, ring announcer shit, saying, you know what? I want you to announce my name. 
like you did at WrestleMania. He tries over and over and over again, can't get it. Drags his ass up the ramp by the tie. He's like, one more time, man. Don't disappoint me or else you're going to get fired. And he does a really, really good job. And Shane was like, good job. That was good. That was, uh, the man got Shane's a dick. Best in the world. That was good. It was really good. Um, next, we get the SmackDown Tag Team title match. The Hardy versus the Usos. Man, this was really good. Oh, this is the match that we were waiting for. This is the match that they sh- those should have had at Mania. Yes. This should have been at Mania. Uh, so the Hardy Boys are the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It was really good. That was really good. And I'm really hyped that they won. But the fuckery. The fuckery. Um, let's see here. Next we get um, Becky Lynch is out to celebrate again. She basically says that she has two targets on her shoulder. Now that she has the titles. Um, as she's walking up, Lacey Evans attacks her and takes her out. Man, I'm with this. Here's my beef with this whole thing. It should be two feuds. She's in two different feuds. One mm-hmm. on Raw, one on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. This is That's my only issue with this whole thing. That's it? Yep. Yeah, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like I think it's... Uh, I do feel the, you know, she has two titles there on two different. You know, I get it. I'm with it. But I kind of don't care. Let's progress this one story and see what we can do. But then we have to wait till the shakeup. All right. Well, next we get uh, the New Day versus The Bar and Drew McIntyre. Uh, before the match starts, Sami Zayn comes out, looks at the crowd. Man, you ain't worth it. Drops the mic, heads to the back. I like that. I don't know why I liked it so much, but I did. It was good. Sami Zayn's kind of a kind of a dick. Yeah, it's working. Um, so this, so the new day and versus the bar and Drew McIntyre, um, pretty good match. Pretty good way to end SmackDown. Um, the new day pick up the win. Faces got to go over. New day. It, it was just it, it was a solid SmackDown. Um, yeah, but for a, a Raw after SmackDown to SmackDown, or a Raw after WrestleMania, SmackDown after WrestleMania, it wasn't as big. You know? It wasn't as big as I expected. Right. I don't think anybody expected it to be, like, eh. Like, it was It was a good... Sh- they were good showings, just not as, you know, live as it was last year or the year before. Like, I was more expecting, like, some, some liveliness and, and some real top surprises like all those nxt call-ups that they had throughout the past like six months it kind of killed the ability to have like a real surprise moment like to me if Shayna baszler would have lost and then shown up on raw and choked out becky lynch that's amazing right or even um yeah if she showed up on raw to choke her out or showed up on SmackDown and choked her out while Lacey Evans uh, got into that fight on Monday. Like, that would have been dope because then she has, like, then the realization hits her, like, shit, I have these two bitches and I have two titles. Like, anybody can get it, but at the same time, I gotta like, watch out. You know I mean, gotta watch out. This is, that would have been so much better, but uh, it was an okay. It was, it was a decent week with those two shows. Yeah, they. I could just imagine having um, Heavy Machinery debut um, on Raw, and then just because fucking Otis fucking yelling out, "Tuck it, tuck it!" 
Yeah. Yeah. The crowd would have fucking gone batshit crazy for that. Oh, yeah. Or have an EC3 come out. Mm, yeah, poor EC3. Uh, let's jump into 205 Live. Humberto Carrillo versus Jack Gallagher. Uh, pretty solid match. It, dude, Humberto Carrillo's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. He wins via DQ. Drew Gulak gets involved. Um, solid. Next we get Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight Championship. This time they get a longer match. Um, really, really good. I would say better than their Mania match. It was better than their Mania match for sure. Definitely. It got legitimately 20, 30 minutes. Uh, Tony Nese retains after they beat the shit out of each other. If if you do not watch 205 Live, go watch this match. And you're going to want to watch 205 Live. If you don't like this, you don't like wrestling. You don't like wrestling. Uh, let's jump into NXT. Let's see here. That's not what I wanted to see here. Um... I wonder if Puppet's videos is still up online. I don't know. Because I love Puppet. And shout out to him again. But, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about it. Do you think Puppet was the one behind the fucking dinosaur bird? Hmm, bruh. I hope not. I don't think that that crossed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That crossed my mind. I was like, God damn it, Puppet. God damn, Puppet. Uh, Let's jump into NXT. These are the matches that happened before TakeOver. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Aaliyah with Vanessa Bourne. Uh, Candice LeRae wins. She looks fantastic. Now, here's the reason why I was waiting to talk about, um, about Aaliyah. You're not a fan of her, but I am because I think she's stunning, and I think... She actually is better than people give her credit for, but I see her being classified as only a good hand. Yes. No more than that. I don't see her as really anything um, going forward that I like. She's what Billy Kay was. That, that's how I feel. Like when Billy Kay, before those two got together and they brought up Billy Kay to be on SmackDown to fight, I forgot who she was fighting, but I think it was Becky Lynch. So it was just like, that's it. Like, this is, we need somebody, you're there, let's go up and do this. I don't see her like winning a title. I don't see her with like people like out in the crowd with, fan signs unless they're in toronto like i don't i don't see it um i just don't see it i think she's i think she's gotten better in the ring from like what when she started yeah obviously but i think she got better from like two years ago when i when i really watched her um but i don't see her like winning a championship i don't see her being the face of the the company um I don't think that her skill or her mic skills are, like, at all on par with a lot of other women. Like, a lot of women are way more advanced. And and she's what, like, would you agree that she's, like, a, a plant? Or not a plant, but, like, she's homegrown. Like, she comes from the developmental. Yeah, she's, she's NXT homegrown. She's NXT homegrown. How many other females are NXT homegrown? Uh, Justin Duke, uh, Maria Shafir. Um, no, 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 no. They, they were fighters already. 
still they, they weren't professional wrestlers. I, um, let's see. True. Take them out. Uh, what's her name? The little, the the fucking American Ninja Warrior girl. Uh, Casey Kanzara. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's there's a couple down there. Um, Bianca Belair. A big champion. Oh, Bianca Belair. All right, but she's a natural born athlete. Okay. Um, would you say Trinity? She was a dancer before she came to WWE. Yeah. Um. So. With those other homegrowns, look how far they advanced and how quickly they've done it. Well, Alexa Bliss, Carmella. Alexa Bliss, Carmella. Um, yeah. Like, she doesn't have that. Technically, Charlotte. Charlotte, definitely. Charlotte came from, what, volleyball and softball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and she came into this business, even though her dad is this business, she wasn't. And she came in and learned how to wrestle. She didn't really want to be there. She did it for her brother. And then when he died, she carried that legacy. So for her to go on and be as good as she is, an eight-time champion, that, come on, Aaliyah, like, do you really see her getting there if she isn't there already? She has something. Time is on her side. No, it's not. No, it's not. That it doesn't matter her age. It matters about what they can use her for now. And what have you done for me lately? If you've gotten to a point with multiple, multiple repackaging, how can I put how can I wholeheartedly say, Yes, you, let's put you in the main roster. But you're not you're not there yet. She's not there. Like, being real, she's not there, and I have, like, a feeling that she's not ever going to be there. That's why I said all she's going to be is a good hand. No, she needs to get out. I think it's time to move on. This coming from the dude who thought Eva Marie was dope. I knew you were going to say that, and, and my argument for that is because Ava Marie had a lot more to give than Aaliyah does. Ava Marie is despite her skill a household name everybody knew who she was not just because of um if she was bad in the ring or getting better in the ring but because she had the look she had the personality Aaliyah doesn't dude the only reason why anyone knew who Eva Marie was because she was put on to fucking total divas only reason why every time she got in that ring she had she had x-pac key get fired go away nobody wants her back other than you Look, personality, and WWE has been talking to her, you asshole. She's going to come back. Fuck, I don't give a damn. Going to come back She's coming back because they invested all that money into her that first time around. Fuck But I've seen her workout videos. I don't give a fuck. I've seen her wrestle. She's, no, no. And if she comes back and blows you away in one match, I want you to remember this. Because I think that she... Gonna more hard worker and i don't think she would come back to be a technical wrestler i think that she would come back and be a brawler never gonna happen i, I do it but she i definitely couldn't have it. a good match with anybody i think she could danny birch think- versus jason Riker. because <laughs> i think that she could i just don't think that uh, it has happened uh and she hasn't had the timing Aaliyah going focusing on her I really don't see that happening. Like I, I, I just don't. How many of her like, um, how many times have you seen her pick up a mic and you're like, oh my god, 
Like she's never how, had to cut a promo. Huh? She's never had to cut a promo. She's cut a few. And none of them were great. None of them. And even when she was like backstage talking shit to Candice LeRae, what, last week? That was very painful. And then she walks away and says, I'm going to have a fit. You, you, all right. So you cut Dana Brooke all this slack. I cut Dana Brooke that slack because she actually came out with passion and personality and she showed who she was. Aaliyah, I've never seen who she was. Dude, uh, no. All right. Nope. 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 No. Nope. Oh, yes. 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 Dana, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke fucking looked like she was scared fucking Monday night talking about Becky Lynch and this other shit. No. Just no. No. No fair. She looked terrified and that was not her best. That was nope. really not. And it felt, it felt awkward. But I think she is coming around and she's getting it. It's dope. Aaliyah She's has no. never given me that at all. Aaliyah has never given me that. Dude, she's had a handful of matches on NXT TV. Aaliyah has? Aaliyah has only had a handful of matches on NXT TV. Aaliyah has been around for five years in developmental still. She's been there since 2015. It's been late 2015, so it's been four years. Four years. And okay. she had to start from scratch, four basically. Years. All right, so you said this shit about so Babatine Dream. Brooke. You said this shit about Babatine Dream, and I saw the man in that ring. I was like, "This dude is fucking awesome." I when saw we go watch you when we watched him when... debut, and it was like, "Okay, I wasn't a fan because I didn't see it. I didn't get it. You were right." And then in time, he has proved to me that okay, he had he had something all along, and I just didn't see it. But he did that in a year, less than. Aaliyah, four years, still hasn't done it. Still hasn't shown nope, anything. Nope. Just wait. Just wait till we go watch her at NXT, and I'm gonna tell you that she, you're gonna see it. I'm nope. gonna see. I I promise she's going to be if, if she stays in the company, which I doubt. I see her being released later this year. Like I I just don't see it. Like, her and Vanessa Bourne together, this is her last chance. Like, I, I really feel it. All right. We'll I, see. I, I, I just don't see it. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll eat my words. But I don't see it happening. I just don't. And Dana Brooke, I see I see it. There's something there. <laughs> there's and nothing there. There's, there's something there. No. I just, finger on it but no, there's there's absolutely zero there she can't wrestle she can't talk on the mic she there's nothing there is zero potential in dana brooke she's gone she is essentially a holdover from the old views of blonde big tits pretty face that's all that dana brooke is she has zero ability in that ring her microphone skills are non-existent. They are just cringeworthy at best. She does. She should be released. I don't know. She should be released. There's something there. No, no. We've seen fucking far more talented women released. And yet, yeah, she's still around. Have. A lot of the women that they've released, it was kind of painful to look at. Like, are you serious? But yeah. And the ones that are still here, it's like, nah. 
But I get it. I do. And I'm with you. But I think Dana Brooke has something that, that I just can't put my finger on it. I like, that's, it's not that there has to be a reason why she's still there. It's just I think she's finally getting it. Getting what? She fucking I, failed uh, one day. She failed. That was that there, was there, like there's no getting it. It's over. Like that could her moment to really shine. No. But I really do see that something is coming for her and she's gonna be ready for it. Uh, envelope uh, and FedEx saying, I'm sorry you you're being released from the company. Oh, that that'd be fucked up. <laughs> to FedEx it? Yes. <laughs> um, no, but Aaliyah, I don't see it. Um, and you're right. I have been wrong when it comes to like scouting the talent and like, oh, they really have something. Like, I was wrong about Buddy Murphy. Oh, you were oh, way wrong about Buddy Murphy. Way wrong about Buddy Murphy. I was wrong about um, Alexa Bliss, and I was wrong about stop listening. And I was uh, <laughs> stupid Alexa, um, and I was wrong about uh, Carmella. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do accept that, but this I called every single one of those, sir. This is I, I just don't see it. Uh, Danny Burch uh, versus J- uh, Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker's a big motherfucker. Uh, Hold on. One last thing. You don't be fucked up because I've been saying that about, and I just mentioned those three women. All of them have, like, held the title. Yeah. So it would be fucked up if, next thing you know, (laughs) Aaliyah wins the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah. I'll be so pissed off. (laughs) It's going to happen. Oh, my God. Whatever. Uh, so Jason Riker with Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Those two dudes are going to be released soon. They're trash. Um, he beats the fuck out of, uh, out of Danny Burch, and that doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. Nope. Uh, Street Profits uh, versus Fabian uh, Aikner and Marcella Barthel. Um, I will say this. Let the Street Profits wear their old gear. You feeling that too, right? This, this like, these red tights ain't I ain't no no these are not them. No. Um, but honestly, dude, these two tag teams, I see a future fruit a future feud on the main roster because these these four have really good human chemistry. Um, Street Profits took the win. Uh, this was really good. It was really good. Um, let's see here. All right, let's jump into some news. Let's see. Um, so basically Batista said that he hasn't, uh, he didn't have all that much time to prepare for the match. But he looked pretty good. Like, it wasn't the best, uh, best match he ever had, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, after the match, he basically said he felt awful and felt really beat up. Well, you know, that's what happens when you fall through the roast when kidding. <laughs> Dude, he was so rusty. Oh, I forgot to mention that. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. I don't care. That was that was fucking classic, man. That was funny. Oh my gosh, so funny. Um, so apparently the Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match um was a very last minute change to put at the beginning of the show. Um, Alexa Bliss and Hulk Hogan didn't know why fucking Paul Hammond was even walking out to the ring. Uh, I thought that was good that they did. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I accidentally pressed my button, but uh, <laughs> that was funny. But anyway, no, that was funny because you just didn't expect because you don't expect it. It makes it a lot more funny, right? Um, 
Yeah, but I, I like that moment. That was good. Uh, Big E and Hulk Hogan apparently have uh, come to an understanding. Apparently, they had a meeting um, over the weekend. Yeah, they had it, I want to say, Saturday um, before the um, Hall of Fame. Or maybe even uh, Sunday morning, um, the morning of WrestleMania. Because um, I was when I was watching the Hall of Fame, did you notice that when Hulk Hogan came out, everyone was like clapping and going wild, but the New Day just sat there? Yep. Yeah, I totally like clocked that, and I felt that maybe Vince saw that too. Um, and I'm not mad at them for keeping that same energy um so if they say that they came to an understanding okay but i hope that it was a real understanding yeah uh let's see here michael cole made uh made history uh was it fucking 18 in a row 18 in a row 18 wrestlemanias in a row great good for him he also also got into a pat mcafee pat mcafee basically um, was told you cannot wear jorts, so he wore fucking a tuxedo shorts. Um, that had me screaming. Michael Coles was like, "Yo, what the fuck are you wearing?" Basically, yelled at him for like twenty minutes, uh, right before the show was about to start. Pat McAfee was about to walk out, and Vince smoothed everything over, and uh, Michael Cole apologized to him after. That was funny. That was great. That was great. That was great. Um, let's see here. WrestleMania 35 reportedly the second highest grossing event in WWE history. It made $16.9 million. Oh, that's great. Yep. I wonder how much it brought to the city, though. The city of New York. Mm, good or, question. Uh, it had to be a lot of money. Um, it had a lot of money. So EC3 is getting a new manager, possibly. Uh, Drake Maverick accompanied him down to a uh, a match, I believe, on uh, main event. Yeah. I'm with it. That's cool. I, I wish it was a woman. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be smart. That's better. Uh, AJ Media. St- what were you gonna say? Warner Media Group. Uh huh. Um, that operates TBS and TNT. Looks like AEW is gonna be at the upfronts to the advertisers next month. That'll be interesting. Ah, uh, so we'll see. Uh, it's scheduled for May fifteenth. So that's how the networks announced uh, their content lineup for the fall. Um. It looks like it could be any one of those groups that's from uh, that Warner Group um, or Turner Sports. Any one of those channels. So if it's TNT, TBS, I'm not mad. I think that's going to be big. Um, Let's see here. Do you believe? Dude, I need to see the fucking product. First, it was, oh, I need a TV deal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, get me, get a fucking TV deal so I can watch your product. Okay, fair. That's what fair. it comes down to. My question is, how are they going to navigate Joey Janela? How are they navigating Joey Ryan? How are they going to navigate Intergender Wrestling? All this other stuff. Wait, is Joey Ryan with AEW? He's going to be. I kind of see that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at it either. How are you, dude, they literally have fucking signed a death match at Legend. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Randy Orton and the AJ Styles match. AJ Styles got hurt going for the uh, spring for the uh, 
phenomenal forearm to the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had to cancel his uh, meet and greet for Monday. Okay. That's fair. Um, so Beth, uh, Beth Phoenix is actually being reported that she's probably going to uh, wrestle some more. I'm not mad at it because she looked really good. Dude, she looked fantastic. She looked really good. She it looked, looked like better than Yeah. Uh, so, I'm with that. Um, looks like Ronda Rousey legitimately broke her hand. She um, is seen in a picture with uh, Bret Hart with a cast on. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out she broke her hand on Becky Lynch's face. I'm with it. Let's I'm see. with it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, Rey Mysterio talking about uh, how much longer he uh, might be wrestling, and um, he doesn't know. He started when he was like 14, 15 years old. That's fair. I mean, uh, I think it would be time for him to take a bow, take his place up in the in, uh, the Hall of Fame. Uh, he deserves it. Yep. Let's see. So Dasha Fuentes is no longer with the company. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah, what do you think is going on? Because they took her off of everything. Yeah, she was released on Thursday. Yeah. But they had a picture of her on... Oh, no, no, no. The last thing that she posted was on the first. Uh, so, let's see here. Like, I don't know. That That's that's weird. So, because they took her off of everything, especially on site, I, and I've been looking to see if there's any, anything. I haven't... There's nothing that's talking about why. So, uh, there has to be something big. Maybe. Uh, T.J. Dillashaw has been suspended by USADA uh, for two years for testing positive for EPO. Really? Yep. Dude was uh, was injecting his own blood into his own blood. Man, who does blood doping anymore? That's that's. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. It helps you breathe, you know, get that rush. Eh, but still, it's crazy. Um, let's see here. So according to Triple H, she did an interview uh, recently, and he says that uh, Vince McMahon won't ever give up working on WWE Creative. Yeah, I believe that. Um, let's see. So Alexa Bliss has blocked um, Sasha Banks on Twitter. Uh, so basically, over the last couple of days, um, Sasha Banks um, was tweeting. Uh, basically, she tweeted some super emo stuff. Do you have those tweets, sir? Um, one of them was, uh, when I'm pulling it up right now, it says, um, <clears throat> there's something about the way life happens today that makes it hard to look ahead. There are things that make it difficult to laugh, difficult to live uh, the way you want. There are things that make it almost impossible to trust where you are or to believe in where you want to be. You look around and life is happening way too fast. Sometimes it feels like the moments are gone. Everything happens all at once and right away. We're marching towards a destiny we cannot understand, towards a kingdom of convenience. Then one day you look up and you can't find the meaning. Your crisis of purpose and passion is acting up, but they tell you, they tell you, that's that that's supposed to be normal well i don't want normal i want magic because that's the place that feels like home to me that's the place where i remember what dreams look like where meaning is effortless and purpose is simple that's the place where love still matters i want 
that feeling of coming home again. I want to feel like myself. I want that magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she also posted. Uh, she changed on her uh, her uh, bio uh-huh. on her Twitter, and it says uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. She remembered who she was, and the game changed. What does that like, mean? I don't know. There's something like uh, like she's she's feeling away. Like uh, sometimes your greatest pain is isn't even about you. It's about the greater purpose. She pulled out of the uh, Wendy Williams show. We already know that. <clears throat> and Wendy Williams was feeling away. But Wendy Williams to calm down because she got her own shit that she needs to address. And she is she has no... Shut up. Um, but then that one tweet when she said you scared and then you saw that um, she had been blocked. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. If I were to start again, would I do it any different? Putting her feet up. That's weird. Like, uh, it's, it's weird, man. Um, Bailey just posted um, on uh, Instagram, or two days ago, at least I can say we stand for something. Yeah, something's going on. Something's going on. And if they're actually... if I'm getting this feeling like she wants to leave. That's fine with me. I, we don't need to get into that. But we we've been you've been saying like you don't care. I really don't. I, I do care. I really don't. Sasha Banks has like she has the look that is unlike any other diva, That's that, fine. any woman, That's and fine. she has and she has the skill. Great. She is great in the ring. Uh huh. I will say the same thing that 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 I will say if she. So I have a feeling that they asked her to go out there and drop to Alexa Bliss, and she said no. She did not want to do work. No, I no, I think, dude, I don't, no, no, that's no. It. So for no, the longest I, time, she's had beef with Alexa Bliss. Yes, that is well right, known. Right. Oh, it's definitely well known. And she sees, dude. There's more money in somebody who can get out on a microphone and rip apart people and cut a scathing promo than there is on someone who can work in the ring. Mm-hmm. And you want to know who's the best evidence of that? Sasha Banks? Nope. Mike The Miz. The Miz, oh, the Miz. is Definitely. not the best. By no means is The Miz a great wrestler. He's good. By no means is John Cena a great wrestler in that ring. He's good. But what they can do on that microphone crosses fucking boundaries dude they they hit on a level that can be on mainstream television to me sasha banks does not have that i think you're wrong i don't think i'm wrong i've heard her promos on nxt i've heard them on the main roster to me when when somebody talks bailey doesn't have it i do not i'm not bailey like doesn't have, hang on the word when sasha no. banks try to do it does not she work. Does. Sasha Banks has it. She has the killer instinct. She has the ability. She, I think they hold her back. And um, some of her best work was going up against, it, not just in the ring, but on that mic, was her verbal jars going against Charlotte. And I think that um, when she was going against uh, Alexa Bliss, she couldn't say all that she wanted to say because I felt like 
if she was to go, she would get personal. I think that is the the difference because she can't. I think that she like wears her heart on her sleeve and she has those emotions and she throws that shit out there. And I think that if she would have got into it with Alexa Bliss, uh, bar for bar, and really went out there, I think that uh, too much reality would be set in. Like when she started taking jabs at the fact that she doesn't know anything about the other wrestlers, she it was more personal to her because I have to deal with this 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 girl who knows nothing about this business, you know. Um, and then it's. She takes this way, like, super personal, and I love that about her. I love Sasha Banks about that. And so I will say this. You know when people say that shit about John Cena? You know John Cena says, said? You know what? But I'm here now, and I love it now, and I'm going to work harder than anyone else. And she does. And John Cena is one of the best cases that you said, yeah, because he is not the best wrestler. But he's evolved to become a better wrestler, and he's amazing on the mic. Uh, Mike, uh, the, the Miz, he's not the best wrestler. But he's evolved to become a better wrestler and a smarter wrestler, and he's amazing on the mic. And so you're trying to tell me right now that Sasha Banks can make more Sasha money Banks. than Alexa Bliss? Yeah, under I, th- I think that Sasha, I think Alexa Bliss is more marketable because of um, how she looks more than her in-ring ability. I think Sasha Banks is like incredibly popular. Because of her in-ring ability and her likability, but I think that if you're gonna, if we had, if you had to choose two people to put out in front to make money for whatever, like you see Sasha Banks in those Cricket Wireless commercials, but I can see Alexa Bliss doing Snickers or getting a shoe deal or doing this. Um, Sasha Banks has that even more. Actually, now that I think about it, Sasha Banks has a shoe. With Fila. So, I mean, like, she is more marketable. She is the better wrestler. And I think that she is good on the mic. I think Alexa Bliss is better on the mic. Yeah. But I think Sasha Banks is better overall. And I think she's a lot more marketable than Alexa Bliss, even though she is the cookie cutter, like, Alexa Bliss. It's like the cookie cutter, like, white girl, super pretty, blonde, short, like, she has everything. Like, yeah, let's put her out there. Yeah, but so, dude, Sasha Banks has a shitty attitude, dude. No, I think she loves this way she too much. She has a shitty attitude. I think that's the thing. I think she has this, like, better mentality of old, where it's like, you really don't love this as much as I love this. I think that's why her and Bailey are, like, super close, because Bailey loves this, and you know she fucking loves this. Um, AJ Styles, you or not AJ Styles, um, AJ Lee, she fucking loved this shit and you knew it. Charlotte, she loved it because this is her dad's business, like this is her family business. No, she, she loved. Lo- no, she was doing this for her brother. She yeah. had zero intention of ever wrestling. No, but she had zero real. intention of ever wrestling. She, she did it herself. She's she living knows. her brother's dream. She, but yeah, that's true. But she knows. Re- she knows wrestling. Like she knows wrestlers. Because of her dad. And it's like, oh, yeah, it just makes sense. And because of her natural ability in there, it's like, oh, yeah, she loves this. Because she worked her ass off to get better at it. And you're trying to say Alexa Bliss hasn't? I say Alexa Bliss has gotten a a lot better than when I first saw her. She debuted as a little pixie cheerleader. Now she's like evolved to this whole character. Oh, no, she was a pixie. Or a fairy. She was a fairy? Yeah, it was fucking stupid throwing pixie dust everywhere. 
And look uh, what she's turned into now. And she's a beast. Yeah. She's so, great. So, but what I hear Sasha Banks hating on her on on Alexa Bliss, my only question is why. And maybe it's she, oh, her she, own insecurity, and her own jealousy that she's not at the top. That's what's holding her back. You don't think fucking um, people in the back see that? Definitely. It's a fucking business. You're supposed to conduct yourself as a professional, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. And so if I saw one of my employees acting out that way towards another one, I'd be like. Okay. What's okay. going on here? Okay. Keep that same energy. Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston. Actually, scratch. Randy Orton. With Randy who? Orton is that way. Randy, yeah. And guess what? Randy Orton is a once-in-a-generation talent. And, oh, and Sasha Banks is not? Dude, Sasha Banks is a dime a dozen. I can replace her right now with someone on the roster. I, no, you cannot. Ember Moon. Done. No. You're Ember trying Moon. to say Sasha Banks is a better wrestler than Ember Moon. Yes. You're trying to say Sasha Banks is a better wrestler than Ember Moon. Yes. You're out of your fucking mind. No, she can out-wrestle her. Get the... Nope. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Oh, fuck yes. no. The ath- oh, oh, oh. Ember Moon, dude. The shit that girl does in the ring is fucking crazy. She no. is... She Far is better. She no, hell no. Oh yes, no, she, she is. Not. No, she is not. No. Amber Moon no. versus Oscar. Oh, Oscar. No, Amber Moon versus Oscar. That shit was that shit was great. Oh no no no, that was great. That was fantastic, dude. I'm telling you right now, dude. Sasha Banks can easily be replaced. No. Bailey could easily be replaced. No. Candice LeRae. No. Better wrestler than Bailey. Yes. Gonna be the second she's out there, instantly loved by the crowd. Because all the hardcore fans know who Candice LeRae is. Because we've yes. seen that girl bleed the hard way. Oh my god, yeah. That's still amazing. So, so Bailey and Sasha, they can go to AEW. They're gonna make more money if they want. But in reality, when it all sets in, they were not good enough to be the one to carry a whole division on their own. Hence the reason why Charlotte. Rhonda and Becky Lynch are the three right now staying on top of the mountain. Okay. Hands down. Just because Sasha Banks can throw the, the fit, the temper tantrum all she wants. Bailey can be sad as all she wants. The truth is, the hard truth is, despite how much we like them as fans, they are not better than Charlotte. They're not better than Becky. They are not better than Rhonda. No. No what? Facts are facts. Becky no. Lynch got to where she's at because the fans wanted her there. Because we know how good Becky Lynch is. Charlotte yeah. is there because she's fucking fantastic. It's Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey was a name that you can market. And she picked this shit up faster than Kurt Angle did. Fair. Yeah. So they were not good enough to be in the position to close out Mania. Okay, but to the point of Sasha Banks, if you could have put on, if you if Sasha Banks was in that match, she'd held her she would have held her own. But she wouldn't have done as the storytelling, everything, how yes. everything was set up. It was set up for it to be Charlotte and Becky. No doubt. Yeah. So this whole whole 
Dude, even if you look at the four horsemen, who was the leader of the, of the four? It was Rick. Then it was Arn. Then it was everybody else. That's how yeah. it's going to be here. It's just how it is. There's going to be people that are better. There's going to be people that are worse. Despite how much we like Bailey and love Sasha, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because there's going to be people at the top of the mountain that they can't get over. And right now, for fucking Sasha to be petty as hell towards Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss is at a place where Sasha wants to be, that's just not as unprofessional. That's fucking crabs trying to pull each other down, trying to get out of the bucket. Okay. But do I honestly think that these two, or no, do I honestly think that Sasha Banks is better? Yes. Do I think that everything that she's doing, or if this is the reason why, allegedly, let's just say that. If it is that, do I think that she's out of pocket and she needs to act more professional? Yes. But going back to other wrestlers who have done the same thing, who are talented, why is it that we look at this situation as she needs to grow up and not looking at it as she might have a point? What's because point? we looked at Randy Orton. We we looked at Randy Orton who did the same thing to to younger talent. Uh, we looked at Hardcore Holly who did the same thing. Hardcore Holly never did that to talent. Hardcore Holly was an asshole. Hardcore Holly was all, an asshole. And he um, he when he got older, he got to a point where it was like okay. This is my role. But when he was younger, no. No. Yeah, he was a veteran keeping young dudes in place. Yeah, but okay. Same so thing maybe. fucking Booker T did. Same thing Big Show's doing. Same thing John Cena would do. Fair, but okay. So let me take him out of there. But looking at certain other wrestlers who have done the same thing and had the same energy, it's more rewarded when it comes to the men. Some of them have moved on to... Uh, championships and and main event spotlight and blah 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 and Sasha Banks is making uh, is like I don't like her I don't want to work with her that personal vendetta fine whatever should she let that go maybe but if it's something deeper than just wrestling if it is something deeper than wrestling then maybe we should just let her have it yeah if she, if she's going through some shit in her personal life then all this is different but if no, she's I mean, literally I mean, being petty. If it's between those two specifically, and it's like, I can't work with her because if I get in the ring with her, I'm really going to punch her in the face. Then you're not a professional and you should get out of the fucking business. But we've seen it a lot yeah. with people who don't like each other. Edge fucked Lita and Matt did business with him. Uh, do you also remember Matt jumping over the guardrail and beating his ass and then because getting... Because it was part fight. of the show. That wasn't part of the show. No, that it was happened. part of the show. No, that first one, that happened. It was part of the show. No, the second it time was we part of the show. It was all part of the show. That couldn't be part of the show because there's the show. Way, hell no, there is no way in hell that my homie fucked my girl and didn't say anything to me. I'm no, I'm gonna beat your ass on no, sight. It was part of the show, dude. Matt is a true professional. Matt got fired because what the shit he posted online because he he made that shit public. That's why Matt got released. Matt made amends with Vince. Vince sat him down in the room, said, can you two do business together? Matt said, yes. Vince turned to Edge, asked him, you know can you do business with them? He said, yeah. You know 
you made a good ass point just now. I will concede my argument. Damn that is right. a good point. That is a good point. Um, then maybe, yeah, she should let that shit go. Yeah, but, dude, at the end of the day, it's all about one thing. Can we make money together? Adam Mayhem said this best. If you're not in the business to make money, you're in the wrong business. Yeah, but if it compromises who you are as a human being, then walk away. Then this business was not meant for you and you should get out of it. Yeah, where is Adam Mayhem? In Korea still, man. God damn it. Well, I'm tweeting him right now. <laughs> uh, dude, that, that's what it comes down to. dude. Petty bullshit, set it aside, let it go. If you don't like someone, you don't have to talk to them, but you got to work with them. Plain and simple. I worked with a lot of motherfuckers I did not like. And I don't like a lot of people. So, <laughs> so. like, I mean, I, I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, uh, yeah, no, you if it comes ups- down to it, she should come into the ring and just handle that business because that's what it should be because this is um, something that she loves. If she truly yeah. believes that she's better than Alexa Bliss, work a program with her and prove it in the ring by out-wrestling her. Which she can. Mm-hmm. And I, also, it, it, to the people, I did post on Twitter, who is better, Sasha Banks or Ember Moon? I really want to hear from the people. I this do. Is, this would be interesting. This will be interesting. Uh, oh, Adam Mayhem just posted. He did? He literally. He's still in Korea, man. God damn. Oh, you, you tweeted at him, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and that's why, okay, that's why. I was going to say, that's, that's funny. <laughs> Man's killing it. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. You got Shout any news? To Adam Mayhem. Oh, my God. I love that dude so fucking much. Uh, any more news? Uh, I thought, yeah, we don't have to talk about it, but Billy Graham says that, uh, oh, fuck that guy. he should take steroids. It, was he joking? No. Was he dick. joking? He's an asshole. Um, cause I read that whole thing and I'm like, I hope that this is not a joke. Um, you listen to every superstar who has to say something that you're about to run as the first African-born WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Congratulations, Kofi, for winning the most important title in pro wrestling history. Sorry, you NWA guys. Notice the word heavyweight in this title. So, man. So, my man, I urge you to start doing some steroids and add about... No, he's being serious. So, fuck that, dude. Fuck Superstar Billy Graham. Get out of here. <laughs> what? Come on, son. Come yeah. On. Anyways. And why does he keep saying he's like 100 pounds? He's a dick. He's a dick. He's an old he's, dick. He's a dick, old man. Yes. Are you going to be at the uh, 15th anniversary show on Sunday, sir? 19th. Don't disrespect that history. 19th um, year. 19th. Um, I'm going to try to. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to try to. All right. All right. Well, see y'all later. Peace out. All right, peace. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Ching, ching, bling, bling. Touch the chatter. You ain't talking money, then you're talking no money.